happy Thursday, everybody. I hope you are all having a stellar week. We've made it through the latter half of this week, uh, and it's been quite a week, uh, productive and kind of difficult to get through because I was a little bit under the weather, which happens since we live in a world filled with germs, even though, you know, we're all out and about wearing masks. Well, as we should be, you know, germs sometimes just happen to sneak in. But, you know, we all we all get a little common cold and whatnot, which is uh, how our immune systems are strengthened. Duh. I'm not like a medical professional, but that's like what I've heard. Uh, but anyways, aside from that, I hope everybody's had a stellar week and um, it's hot as hell here in Los Angeles in the hundreds, which is pretty crazy because it's almost October and it is fall. So it's like, come on now. And I love it when it's 60s and sunny here in LA, which is like the best, best of the, you know, weather climate or whatever terrain. But that doesn't come until December, which is fine, but it's uh, it's getting pretty aggressive here. And I kind of want to switch my wardrobe to my fall wardrobe, you know, autumnal colors, a little bit of J. Crew, jackets and boots. I love all that stuff because I have so much of it having grown up on the East Coast that it pretty much infiltrates my wardrobe. But I do have quite a bit of summer clothing as well, but it's not my favorite, even though I have like a perfect body. It's like slender and just thin and snatch. But it worked really hard to have that body. But I do like to be covered up because I like to be warm and I love sweaters. And I, sweaters. I like sweaters and, you know gloves and hats even though you really don't need that in LA unless you go to the mountains which you know is fabulous but anyways so for today's episode I have a uh, a variety of actually I have a really good variety of stories varying in all different subject matters of course starting with the iconic news of Kim K W Kim Kardashian West hosting us now which I personally am loving I think it's iconic and a really really great um for for a for her into entertainment um, of, like, a different level. You know, she's obviously... Uh, she's obviously succeeded in capturing the hearts of everyday Americans as a reality star. You know, she's a super mogul businesswoman, and now she's, you know, going Hollywood, which, hey, I haven't... And I know she's had, like, little guest cameos. She was in 90210 with Chloe and Annalyn McCord. Um, you know, for that episode, was iconic. And I think she's done, done some other little films. But now that she's, like, who she is, I think it's time for her to have, like, movie, like a movie star career. In fact, I know her and Jennifer Lawrence are you know, pals. It would be great if Kim, you know, made a cameo in one of Jen's sex movies when Jennifer, uh, you know, comes back from maternity leave. So, but anyways, uh, let's just dive into all of our stories because there's so much to chat about and I'm really actually excited to be talking about everything we're going to talk about because, well, that's what I do. I'm like a gossip. So, yeah. So, obviously, our first story is from TMZ. Kim K hosting SNL this season. First Kardashian ever. I mean, just an honor, I'm sure. And also, but she was spotted at the Beverly Hills Hotel a couple of weeks ago with, um, with Lauren Michaels. Uh, Lauren Michaels, who is, like, the head honcho of SNL, and I'm sure, you know, was taking this meeting with him and Chris to, uh, you know, get things moving, which I think is really great. Um, but, yeah, love it. So Kim Kardashian is heading into Studio 8H at 30 Rock to do it live. She'll be appearing on SNL this season. Kim's taking up hosting duties for an episode to air October 9th for the upcoming 47th season. My gosh, 47 seasons. How crazy. This, there's also this. Kim's accompanying musical guest will be um, Halsey, who's hosted before. She's been featured a handful of times as a music act, but handled hosting in early 2019. So Kim can learn from her uh, for some tips. Not that she'll have to, because I'm sure Kim is you know very fabulous and well-versed in how to be a stand-up. I mean, she's a global icon. This seems impossible, but none for the Card- none of the Kardashians ever hosted with the live from New York crew. Kim will be the first, aside from acting in several skits. The thing everyone will be watching 
or is her, is her opening monologue, which I think is probably going to be iconic. As for how this came together, we know Kim and Kris Jenner had a face-to-face with SNL Hancho, Lauren Michaels, which is literally what I was just talking about <coughs> last month in Beverly, Hill, in Beverly Hills. Something their team played down by saying it was just a simple catch-up. Obviously, there was more wheeling and dealing going on during their combo. Uh, some of the other hosts for the season include Owen Wilson, Rami Malek, Jason Sudeikis. Musical guests include Young Thud, Brandi Carlisle, and Casey Musgraves. It also goes without saying that this is a little risky for Kim, as she and her family, including Kanye, are frequently lampooned by SNL. There's an entire running sketch they've um, brought back a handful of times over the years where cast members play the Kardashian sisters. Um, you got to imagine SNL will have some fun with that without completely trashing her. But yeah, Kim's going to... Yeah, Kim's going to be amazing. I think she's going to be amazing because she is... She's so entertaining. Obviously, she's beautiful to look at. And I just think it's great, you know? It's always... It's always... um um a great, or, or it's always a, exciting when a, a star sort of segues into a new lane. Kim has obviously conquered the reality world, the fashion world, the makeup world, the business world, the beauty band world, the body world. And now it's time for her to, you know, get her comic comedy chops going. Oh, if only Joan Rivers was still alive to see this, I think Joe would love it. But anyways, this leads us to our second story, because of course this isn't met with that. This is obviously met with a little bit of controversy, as it shouldn't be, though, because Kim's an icon. Um, This is from Yahoo Entertainment. Oh, well, a rap. Deborah Messing, stumped by Kim Kardashian hosting SNL. Quote, am I missing something? Oh, Deborah, I have several seats, but I do love Deborah Messing. Um, SNL, uh, Saturday Night Live has announced its uh, first host for its 47th season, with four of them being first-timers. Among them is Kim K. And... Ooh, excuse me. And actress Deborah Messing can't quite wrap her head around why that happened. The reality TV star is set to host the second episode of the season following Owen Wilson and preceding Rami Malek. Um, upon learning the news, Messing tweeted her confusion, admitting that she understands that Kardashian is popular and influential, but that most hosts are usually brought in to promote an upcoming project. So this is what Deborah tweeted. And it, it, it's a subtweet or it's a response to what Variety posted. Um, why Kim Kardashian? I mean, I know she's a cultural icon, but SNL has hosts generally who are performers who are there to promote a film, TV show, or album launch. Am I missing something? In reality, television, Kardashian does have a new project coming up. Uh, though Keeping Up with the Kardashians came to an end on E! The family announced earlier this year that they had signed a multi-year deal to create new content that will stream exclusively on Hulu in the U.S. No official premiere date was given, but it was announced during Disney Day, Disney's Day, Disney's Investors Day, that's a mouthful this year, that this new series was expected to hit the streaming service in late 2021, so it's entirely possible the Kardashians' appearance on SNL will be tied to that. Um... Okay, to all those who are questioning why Kim Kardashian West is hosting SNL, well, I don't know if Deborah's ever hosted, but it just sounds a little bit bitter. And aren't we, aren't we at a time now where we stop shaming people for who aren't quote unquote actors or movie stars or musicians for doing something like this? Like, isn't that what this woke uh, generation is all about? I mean, clearly. I mean, it's just, it's it's not the time or the place anymore. I mean, I, even if this whole movement hadn't happened, I would still be so excited for Kim hosting because I love it and I'm such a big Kim K fan. But I think Deborah has to have several seats on this one and I think she just should have not tweeted that and I'm sure she's going to get gonna get met with a lot of, con- like, you know, flack. Um, but when you're at Kim's level, you can literally do what you want because, I mean, no disrespect to Deborah Messing. She's very famous, very talented. She was great on, on Will and Grace, as Grace. But Kim K is, you know, much more popular and famous than she is. So... Clearly, Kim has a reason to be there. So that's that on that. But anyways, I'm really excited for her. Um, and I think this is so, so wonderful. So um, October 9th, everybody, Kim K will be hosting SNL. Woo-woo! 
Good for Kim. Good for Kim. This reminds me of when Chris Jenner came in. This is like season one or two of Keeping with the Kardashians when Chris Jenner came into Dash um, and was like, "Honey, um, Playboy called and wants you to wants you to be on the cover." And Kim goes, "Okay," but then obviously there were dollar signs to be made. So you know. Anyways, congratulations to Miss West. Um, living for it. Uh, that is something I'll be tuning in for. Okay, third story of the day is um, we have another update here with regards to the tragic um, Gabby Petito and Brian. Laundry story. Uh, this is from Ian Line. What Brian Laundry's family has to say after Gabby Petito is confirmed um, dead, having passed. The family of Gabby Petito's fiance, Brian Laundry, who authorities named a person of interest after the 22 year old influencer went missing, has broken their silence about her death. His parents, who shared a North Point, Florida home with a couple, issued a statement through their lawyer after the FBI and police confirmed on Tuesday, September 21st, which I did talk about on a previous episode, that a body they found in Bridger. Tedton National Forest in Wyoming was the missing 22-year-old travel blogger and influencer. Her death has initially been ruled a homicide. Quote, um, may Gabby rest in peace, Roberta and Christopher Laundrie said in a statement to E! News. They made no further comment, including any remarks about their 23-year-old son who authorities have been trying to find since his parents reported him missing less than a week after Gabby's parents reported her disappearance. She and Brian had embarked on a cross-country road trip in a van, and he returned alone on September 1st to go home. Um, to to go to the home that they shared with his family. Ten days later, Gabby's parents, who had lost contact with their daughter in August, reported her missing. Um, meanwhile, Gabby's family has shared several tributes to her on social media. Um, gonna miss you till the end, Gabs. Hashtag justice for Gabby. Her younger brother, TJ Smith, wrote on Instagram alongside a photo of her standing in front of a wolf mural. So it is, it's, I mean, I think the big question right now, um, aside from who how Gabby lost her life was where the hell is this guy? And it's making a lot of people feel very suspicious about his potential or alleged involvement in uh, the passing of Gabby. So, I mean, that's where many people are at, and um, that's pretty much the only update we have. But I was thinking about this, and I'm just going to share it, and I sort of contemplated whether or not I should share this, because this is a public platform, and, you know, we'll live on the internet forever, but I am going to say it. This guy has been, I guess, allegedly spotted on that man's deer cam in the woods, which I talked about yesterday, and they're having so much trouble finding him. And that's what's crazy. And I understand we live in a world where everything moves, people can move very quickly. Social media is a remedy for assisting and finding people. And, you know, in this technological, technologically advanced world, it's much easier to get things done. But how is this guy able to outrun everyone that's looking for him? And President Obama, under Obama's administration, the incredible people in the Pentagon or the, the forensic people, I don't know the exact terminology for them, were able to find, um, I can't even say his name because I literally will never utter this man's name in my verbiage or on this podcast, but the man who was responsible for the attacks on 9-11. How is it that, that they were able to find him? Not without difficulty, of course, but where in the world is Brian? Like, find him, please. Like, I don't even know. I mean, yes, we all, he could have disguised himself, but it's like... But also, I don't know if he has a cell phone, and that's what's difficult. And, I mean, maybe he, his parents don't even know where he is, but it's just really frustrating to me because justice for the, I want justice for this girl, and I want answers. And it's just... It's crazy, so... That's that's where I'm at. And that's very candid and honest. And, you know, usually I'm pretty honest and candid. Some things I, you know, reserve for, like, the privacy of my own thoughts and my brain. But that was one of the thoughts I had to put out there. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah. If there's any more updates with regards to that, then I will definitely, you know, relay them to you. Because that's my job as the mistress of pop culture. Hi, everybody. I'm Andrew Vitry, But I already shared that information. Okay. Fourth story of the day. A little bit of Housewives update. This is from Page Six. Garcelle Bouvet one of my favorite Beverly Hills Housewives. And Queen and Icon. 
<clears throat> Erica Jane divulged, quote, a lot at the Real Houses of Beverly Hills reunion. Erica Jane didn't hold back her truth during the upcoming Real Houses of Beverly Hills reunion, according to co-star Garcelle Bouvet. Quote, she came to the reunion. It was long hours and a lot was divulged. Bouvet's 54 told the Daily Mail of Jane 50 on Wednesday. Andy Cohen did not hold back. Well, I think that's what people are, were also speculating is that maybe Andy was going to not hold her feet to the fire. He's going to be a little, he was going to softball her. Like he does, he, he's done with Bethany. He's done with certain housewives. But I'm glad to hear that he's not because this is like a very serious situation that's going on. I think a lot of people, the audience, especially myself included, um, wonder what the hell is going on here. It needs some answers. Um, Jane's troubled marriage to legal and legal woes have been a major plot point this season. As she is facing multiple lawsuits stemming from allegations that she and strange husband Tom Girardi lived a lavish lifestyle using funds stolen from plane crash victims whom the disgraced attorney represented. Quote, she was really honest and she really said a lot of things we wanted answers to, but we were not sure she will divulge, Bouvet said. Um, the Coming to America actress and co-host of The Real added that she admires Jane's decision to confront the accusations on air rather than turn her tail and run, which, of course, Erica could have done. But I believe if you don't show up at the reunion, you get let go. Quote, Erica was good and she showed up. She did her best, which I think is pretty amazing considering what she has been through. She is not hiding. I think she is facing her co-stars and fans. Bouvet's also commented on the expensive singer's recent jaunt to TJ Maxx, saying there's no shame in shopping on a budget, especially considering that many viewers currently see the star as a spoiled designer obsessed Spoiled and designer obsessed. By the way, I saw her talk about this on The Real. Quote, I love UJ Max too. I shop there. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think a couple of things... But I think a couple of things about that, Bouvet said. I think life has changed for her. Her reality is different these days. But I also think maybe the people who feel like she is not humble, maybe shopping at TJ Maxx will let people see her in a different light. They will see that she's human and her life has changed. Let's hope that happens. You know, I really have to agree with that. Like, I've seen, I've seen some, you know, interesting comments on the internet with regards to those paparazzi photos, um, you know, circulating on Instagram and whatnot of Erica shopping at TJ Maxx. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there is the question of how the hell did the cameramen know that she was at TJ Maxx? Like, come on, that's suspect. And we live in a society where we know that many of these stars, when they want to be paparazzi, they call them themselves or the publicist call but there's nothing wrong with that but i mean like this is a little bit you know whatever i mean i have nothing to i i personally i like dj max i buy my underwear there and i buy my socks there um i also go to target i personally actually i think target is the best but i've gone to tj max i bought luggage there once but i always 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 used to buy my puma socks there um because that's, like, for some odd reason where they have them. Because I don't even know if Puma stores exist anymore. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think... Look, like Garcelle said, Erica's life has changed. So, yeah, of course she's going to shop high and low, too. I mean, I'm sure she's making money from the show and her other deals or whatnot. But, you know, it's fine. Like, that, you can't shame someone for, like... You shame someone for, you know, uh, buying a Chanel bag. And then, what, you're going to shame someone for buying a dress on sale? Like, you can't... You can't... Whatever that saying is. You can't eat your bread and div your bread, too. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I mean, you, don't, you know that metaphor I'm talking about. But anyways, stars, they're just like us, basically, is what this is all about. And thus, we have our final story of the day. Um, starting with the Kardashian story, ending with the Kardashian story. And this is, like, literally fabulous. Kourtney Kardashian and Megan Fox posed topless for racy NSFW skins shoot. This is from Enos. Now, I saw these photos circulating on Instagram, and I literally screamed that Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian, not only are they friends, which I'm living for, but they're, they're modeling for Kim's clothes, which means Kim likes Megan Fox and approves of Megan Fox, which is, like, iconic. Um... <sighs> Their baby daddies would be so proud. Hot off Courtney uh, Kardashian and Megan Fox's side-by-side makeout session at the MTV VMAs on September 13th, the two vixens are stripping down for Kim Kardashian's latest skim collection, Skims collection. Quote, Cotton has never looked this good. The official Skims account teased on September 22nd as Megan and Courtney pose in matching black cotton underwear with a red apple between their teeth. Like, literally, it's such a good photo. It's, icon- it's iconic. This is, like, 
on the level of iconic as Paris in the car with Brittany and Lindsay. Um, on the level iconic of Paris and Kim with those monochromatic Louis Vuitton bags in Australia from way back when, this is that level of iconic. Like, like high schoolers now are going to feel this way about this photo as I felt about the ones I just talked about, which is, like, amazing. Jennifer, um, Jennifer's body star, Megan, shared her own favorite pics from the collection, writing, quote, Court forever isn't long enough. Welcome to our Skims cotton shoe, an immersive experience. And in those pics, both Megan and Courtney are topless. Fruit to the loom, indeed, as Courtney feds, love that. As Courtney feeds, excuse me, Megan black cherries in another promotional snapshot while holding the two hot mamas, Dawn, white bras, and panties. I love that Skims really understands that women want to wear what, I'm sorry, I love that Skims really understands what women want to wear and that they want to feel sexy, confident, and empowered, Megan added in a press release today. I love being in this campaign with Courtney. We had so much fun shooting together. Court shared, I had so much fun shooting with Megan for the campaign. Skims really is my favorite for undies and bras and basics. I think I would say that even if Kim weren't my sister. You know, this is incredible. Um, I mean, it's really great to show that these two mothers are empowering other women, that you can be sexy and also be a mother, a working mother, working mothers, excuse me. And I love that Kim is, you know, probably obsessed with Megan Fox, because Megan Fox is so strikingly beautiful, much like Kim and Courtney. And it's uh, it's representing all... this. These, these group of gals are representing all demographics. Megan is bisexual. Kim and Courtney <coughs> are Armenian. Curvy, not the, you know, stereotypical body type of, you know, a, a blonde-haired, perfectly shaped model um megan is very outspoken about her sexuality and embracing that it's so great i think this is really inspirational for women of all kinds so love to see it great 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 branding and partnership kim like well done you know what this episode is just entirely dedicated to kim kardashian west who is literally a she is just it she is it and anyone who comes for her deborah messing had needs to have several seats because you know what Kim is the queen, she's reigning supreme, this is her moment, and this is her world, and we're all just living in it. And I'm gonna leave it on that note. So, everybody, have a fabulous Thursday. I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture. You can stream my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Castbox Radio, iTunes, basically anywhere a podcast stream. Have a fabulous day, and Kim, mwah, chef's kiss. Well done, girlfriend.